0: I took his iPad and I said, do you love these games on your iPad? And he's like, yes, I love them with all my heart, you know? And I said, well, I'm gonna delete them.
1: welcome to our podcast how's it going we're so glad you're here today
0: it's going to be a really good one today because we are talking about something near and dear to our hearts which is
1: blended family blended family so if you don't already know uh david and i are blend we have a blended family yes so we're i all had all mixed yeah <laughs> so i have two children
0: and i have one
1: um and so the oldest one david she she's gotcha. up in new york
0: Yep, and she's just turned 15
1: She, it's gotten so big.
0: She's growing up so fast.
1: For sure. And so then we have Levi and Mahina who are seven and five right now.
0: Yes. And they are amazing bundles of energy.
1: Yes. And so they live with us and it's been a lot of fun. I mean, I wish we had Grace more, but in the meantime, it's really... It's been Levi and Mahina, and David has been the most amazing bonus father that, yes. that I've ever seen.
0: It's been, it's pretty epic. I mean, if I do say so myself, I'm pretty amazing at it.
1: You, you are, you're crushing it. <laughs> um, so yeah, we just wanted to share like some tips on what's helped us. And um, I understand that at the age that Levi and Mahina are, they're, they're really young. So it's a little bit easier probably um, for others who have maybe older children in this situation. I mean, I, we, I love Grace, I wish we had more time with her but and the times that we are with her we just soak up every minute every second that we have
0: yeah we really her. do we really do and and that's kind of the interesting thing like i couldn't imagine if levi and Mahina were older than they were when i met them yeah it would have been a whole different ball game it would have been a lot of work i For can only sure. imagine um, so, for us, I mean, I when I met them, they were how old they were three and five, three and five, and I remember walking in the first time and meeting them in Nashville, Tennessee, and it yeah. was the best time,
1: yeah, so Mahina, um, especially at that age she 's a little better now, but she was just not friendly. At all, she didn't like people. She wouldn't ever hug people or go up to them, and or nothing. But as soon as David walked in the door, everyone, my whole family was there. We were all shocked because she went and gave you the biggest hug.
0: She did, and we've been inseparable ever since. <laughs> yes, you know, and, and I think that was just so great, and it actually did something amazing in my heart. And that's a testament to how amazing these kids are. Is that they embrace me with their whole hearts, you know? And um, I've tried to live up every day to be able to be worthy of all of that.
1: Yeah, um, you know, one of the things that. that. I think a lot of people who are in blended families struggle with is probably discipline. Um, How do we discipline um, the child? And, you know, I think somebody told me or I read it somewhere. I'm I'm not quite sure where I learned this. But someone said, you know, you're only going to have your kids at home for 18 years. It's
0: true.
1: But you're going to be with your husband for the rest of your life. So you have to make your husband and your spouse a priority. And that even means when you're in a blended family.
0: Yeah, and that was actually something very huge because I remember when you made that conscious decision, like you didn't really talk about it too much, you didn't really mention it, but I could see a, a very visible initiative on your part to make sure that that was the case.
1: Yeah, so one of the things that we don't allow is if the kids ask David for something and he says no and then they come and ask me, I will always ask, did you ask David? And if they say yes, but he said no, or, or they ha- or they say, oh, we didn't ask them. I actually still go ahead and make them ask you first. Yeah, um, before I give my answer.
0: And that's like been huge for me. I think that actually does my heart really good, and as well as it provides a place of honor in me feeling like I have a very strong role to play inside of this dynamic. For
1: sure. I remember um, Mahina when she, I think it was like a little bit before her fourth birthday or maybe she was already four. She was, um, I don't know where Levi was, but Mahina was like having an attitude with David and I'm in the kitchen. I think it was like cleaning up or something. And and you come out of her room and you're like, Leilani, she's just not listening. She's like throwing a fit. And so I looked at David and I, you know, in my mind, I was like, okay, I can go in and I can discipline her but if I do that that reinforces that David is weak and that David is not allowed to tell me what to do or anything but if I tell David to go in there and discipline her she understands okay like I have to respect and honor David. Do you remember that? Yeah, that and was that's hilarious. It was
0: really funny because she was like she was wild for some she reason. Was. But after that moment, it really started to improve and things got better on a discipline yeah, side for sure. And so now, actually, when I communicate with Mahina, I actually don't. I don't think I ever raised my voice with Mahina because we've got that kind of connection now and that communication where all I had to do is actually say something very quietly and she understands and she just follows and she does it. And that would not have happened if we didn't set at the beginning a standard that the children are able to live by and walk by. So now they know there's no wiggle room with us.
1: There's definitely not any any type of wiggle room. And I can understand how for some people this would be um, an issue for them or it'd be really hard for them mm-hmm. to um, to let the step parent come in and take a little bit of more dominance and control um, i I don't think anything's wrong with it even if you feel like it's too late or or anything i I, I think that you have to your children have to honor your spouse they have to respect your spouse and you know the the amazing thing about Levi and Mahina is I love how much they love David like David picks them up from school probably every day because if I go pick them up their first question mommy where's David mommy where's David
0: (laughs) (laughs) exactly and it's just I mean it's just an incredible thing and it's hard at the beginning because it's not just working with the kids it's also working with your internal mindsets and your way of how you've always done it you know like if you're a single parent before and you became a blended family there's a period of time where it was all on you you had to do everything and you you didn't ask anybody else it was up to you to be able to make things happen and so even that conscious switch yeah like even like with us and and grace like with me and grace i think we went on vacation with grace uh, to dallas and one of the things that i never even crossed my mind at that moment in time was to communicate with you about the things that we were doing with grace yeah and And that that was a huge one
1: yeah and so that brought like months of frustration actually for me. Months. Where because I I had to really process it because again I was also a single parent at the time and um, my style of discipline and my style of doing what I do was was a lot different from David's.
0: Yeah and so you know initially with me I I did not remember or think to actually realize this is a collaborative thing. This is something that we're in partnership now we're going to be married for the rest of our lives, then everything we do has to be a collaboration, including parenting. Yes. One of the things that I love was we actually got exposed to a amazing um, blended family dynamic out in Visalia, California. Yeah. And there was there's this amazing young woman there. She's a teenager, and she has her stepfather, who's a friend of ours, and the way that they related and the way that she allowed him to communicate and speak into her life was really inspiring for me mm-hmm. because I said, oh, okay, this is what – it can look like if you're willing to put in the work in the beginning,
1: right? Because I mean, it is—it's work. It's for—I yeah. mean, even when you are the parent of the of the children, you're the biological parent, um, watching it and seeing it, you know, is it's so it's challenging for you as well and, and so one of the things that I try to do um, if I notice like hey David I didn't agree with you disciplining this way or scolding them about that I actually didn't think it was a big deal I don't do it in front of the kids
0: yeah we we always kind of table that until it's just the two of us and we talk it through and that's kind of something that's also very important is that you have to make sure that your ego is out of the way with any of this stuff yeah because it's very easy to get defensive it's very easy to say well you know uh, where were you or anything like that but the reality is that you have to take your ego out and that helps a lot because um you know the reality is is that the the birth parent has had a lot more experience and a lot more time and for the one that's kind of blending in there's a learning curve there Mm -hmm. you know and if you get the ego out it helps speed up the learning curve so much more
1: yeah and even for being the birth parent you you know we kind of operate on instinct you you can't like when So when you see your spouse not doing the same thing or not understanding, you have to allow patience, I think, because you you may not realize it, but the things that you know or the, or the things that you're choosing to do are basically instinct because mm-hmm. either you carried those children yourself or or you're the father of, of those children, you know, you're the biological parent. So there's just things that you just know yeah. that you're... Um, Your spouse, who is the stepmom or stepfather of the child, may not know, and that's okay.
0: Yeah, and that actually touches on an important thing is that we had to communicate with each other so much more when we got into uh, this blended family is because for me, you know, I came in not having the instinct, not having those things that, were default for you because of experience and having been with them for so much and one thing that really helped me uh is that once we got into it you began to start communicating the your mindset your thinking behind certain things what was important to you what wasn't a big deal and that extra step of communicating rather than just chalking out well you should already know or of course you should have you've you've got a Even
1: like not getting frustrated because i mean even when you're like with the kids, communicating with them. I don't think I get frustrated with you at all in any way, mm. right? No. I kind of just let you um, yeah. take control in a lot of those those things. Yeah
0: and, and one of the things is I get pretty creative with the discipline and so for instance you know I just come up with like Asian kind of things to do like,
1: they're, they're hilarious. So, t- tell them about the iPad. Oh man, the iPad. This, this was a really good so, one.
0: So one of the things for me is that you know I leave you know physical disciplines banking and everything like that up to Leilani you know I, I don't really go into any of that um, but what I do do is I find interesting and fascinating ways to discipline children where they can feel the discipline and right. so one of the ways was that Levi was acting up and g- crazy for some reason as as kids in public. Do, in public, and he like had a meltdown. So when I got home, I took his iPad and I said, "Do you love these games on your iPad?" And he's like, "Yes, I love them with all my heart," you know. And I said, "Well, I'm going to delete them." because of these reasons and I laid it out for him because Levi is a is a factual person he mm, wants to he know is.
1: he wants to know why yeah so I, think he gets I was that like from me. yeah I think so
0: Enneagram number eight side and so what I did was I said this is what you did wrong do you acknowledge that we told you to do this but you didn't do it yes I didn't do it and I said because of that this is your punishment and I deleted every single one of his apps
1: very slowly
0: very slowly while he was watching and I could tell you it was probably worse than any spanking he had ever oh, for received sure. and what was even worse was his uh, sister started heckling him from the <laughs> other side of the room she's like this isn't even an ipad anymore they're all gone and just like i mean it was just and crazy didn't he just
1: like hang his head in shame he oh. was just so so upset he was but you know what i don't think he's ever done that again
0: no he has He's not. never
1: had a meltdown in public ever again after that
0: no i think the worst that he's ever done now is stick out his lower lip yeah and maybe jump maybe maybe not very Keep high. <laughs> but yeah, 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 yeah.
1: But yeah, I mean, you guys there are there are creative ways to disciplining the children that doesn't Um, especially if you're the step parent that doesn't involve actual physical discipline Um, Mm. I mean especially like with technology nowadays these kids are like stuck on their devices that's like the devices are the best form of discipline I mean especially in our house it's Mm -hmm. um, you know we're we're pretty tech savvy so we have all of the latest gadgets in this home so um, it's definitely been something that we've used as a discipline tool I mean I know people talk about how like bad technology is for your kids and all that but truth of the matter is is that these kids love that technology and we found ways to use it to our advantage, I think. is
0: so true. And, you know, in the last little bit that we have, I just want to encourage those people that are maybe in my situation where, um, you know, you become part of a blended family and um, you're getting to know children and, and learning how to be able to navigate all of this. The one thing I want to encourage you is that you have to be able to have compassion for yourself and you're not going to get it perfect 100% of the time. And you're also, um, it's going to take you some time to be able to get in the flow of things, but you have to show compassion for yourself because when you do, it allows you to also show compassion to everyone else inside of the situation with you so that you can be able to thrive. I think that's going to be the most important thing. You got to catch yourself, cut yourself a break every now and again, um, and allow the growth process to happen. Yeah.
1: And I know, um, especially with in the United States, blended families is, is a pretty normal super thing. super common now. It's a normal thing. It's a normal thing even inside the church where, um, you know, and it's not something that you have to be ashamed about or, yes. or embarrassed or insecure about. You know, um, I'm so thankful that God gives us his wisdom and his knowledge and he speaks to us. On a daily basis, and and allows us because I like I don't take like what we're sharing with you lightly because I know it really is just the grace of God that yeah. He and wisdom that God has given us, um, be so He is able to help us navigate through a very tough situation that a lot of families in America go through. Yeah,
0: you have a, a tremendous opportunity and an amazing blessing. That's how I really look at it is because of the fact that your blended family is an answer to your prayers for sure. And for me, I prayed for years. And I was like, Lord, I don't know how it's gonna happen, but I want my family to do this. And even now, I pray and I say, God, it was just me and Grace before, and now all of a sudden, boom, explosion. We're a family of five. So crazy. I mean, God, in His own way, can be able to do amazing things to bring about transformation in your life, and it may not look at it at first, but when you get there, it's amazing. So um, we hope that's encouraging to you. And also, this is probably not gonna be the last blended family episode we're gonna do, because there are a lot.
1: Yeah, I mean, and it's I mean, it's a part of our everyday life. So. It- We're definitely going to be touching on this subject a lot. I think it's really important. I think we need to talk about it more inside of our Christian communities and Mm -hmm. and not kind of just put a Band-Aid over it or ignore ignore it because the truth of the matter is everyone is struggling in some way on how to navigate through this. And so we're just here to shine a little bit of wisdom and some light on your situations and and what you're going through if you're a blended family
0: yeah so hopefully this helps some of you and uh if you actually have a blended family go ahead and drop us a comment on our instagram or or our social media about how that's going for yeah, you send us
1: a message i mean we yes. love we love to reach out to you guys and and just be able to pray with you guys and and do all that so thank you
0: yes thank you we'll see you on the next